Godzilla, Destroy, or Podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to the debut episode of Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. I almost said Mecha Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Jesus Christ, it, <laughs> it's been a day. Full disclosure, this is the second time we're recording this because the file corrupted. Somehow. So yeah, yeah that's a good omen going right off the bat the first episode. <laughs> so I am your lovely co-host, I am Logan Voe. Wait, I'm, but I'm the co-host. I'm the I'm the host then. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm your lovely host, Logan Vaux. I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, Charles. Charles. Yeah. Charles C. Montgomery. Those are not your initials or last <laughs> no, they name. They are not. Um, but yeah. So, Chuck, how you doing? I a little baffled by our deleted file, but no, I'm doing pretty good yeah. today. Yeah, we're it, we're gonna sound as natural as ever because we're gonna talk about the exact same thing twice. Oh, and hope we don't sound like robots. It's gonna be it's gonna be better. No, it's gonna be better. Uh, all right, everything's better the second time. So this is a Godzilla podcast where we talk about the the history and plot of different Godzilla uh, movies and and kaiju that appear in them, and, and mainly just kind of breaking down the history and and trivia and stuff of one kaiju at a time. Yeah, yeah, we like to focus more on the uh, monsters than the actual movies themselves. Right. And when we say that, we mean we focus on like the things the monsters do or topics on that monster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So because there's a billion Godzilla review, Godzilla movie review podcasts, there's a lot of them. But I want to be a little different because sometimes you just want to learn about a certain kaiju. Yeah. And you don't want to have to listen to a movie review about it. So we're just going to break down the history and trivia of Mechagodzilla today. But before we get to that, he's fine. He always chews on plastic. But before we get to that, a uh, little little bit of learning about our hosts here, listener. Uh, you want to know who the hell's telling you this shit, right? So uh, we're going to talk about the first time we encountered Godzilla in the wild as children. I don't remember the first time I did, honestly. It's just he's always been there. Yeah, about the same here. I, I remember I was pretty young. I believe it was a Showa movie I saw. Uh, might have been uh, Godzilla Raids Again, actually. Because I remember it was uh, black and white. Okay. Um, there's only two that were in black and white. Godzilla and Godzilla Raids Again. Um, and then mine, I man, I remember it's always been there. I do remember seeing the 98 Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie in theaters. But I knew Godzilla before that. And I loved Godzilla before yeah, that movie. I didn't see that one in theaters, but I did... I uh I did have it at home and watched it. It had a good soundtrack. I don't remember the soundtrack. I had that soundtrack on CD. It, it kind of hit. It kind of slapped. Yeah, I, back I wasn't day. too upset by the music. I was upset by the monster. Yeah, Zilla's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Um, uh, we call him Zilla because that's what Toho bought him back and renamed him as. Yes, and then he got stomped in Final Wars. Yeah, Godzilla Final Wars was a a graphically good movie and zilla was in there briefly to get tail slapped into the sydney harbor and exploded yeah the sydney opera house yeah um so what is your favorite godzilla movie then chuck my favorite godzilla movie i would have to go with from the uh heisei era godzilla versus destroyer which was the last movie of that era okay um and that one's kind of a brutal one right yeah i i thought it was brutal but also emotional and all-around badass fighting well, moments. What's so emotional about it? 
Well, in because the... I haven't seen a lot of the I've seen everything but the last like two or three Heisei movies. Yeah, and throughout the Heisei era in those movies, there was a baby Godzilla, which you got to see from when it hatched from an egg mm-hmm. all the way to the Destroyer movie, where okay. it was. Doesn't that first appear in the Mecha Godzilla movie in the Heisei series? It does actually. Oh. Yeah, so that's actually a connection to what we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, so anyway, continue about Baby Godzilla. So, yeah, so you see him grow up through the Heisei era, and uh, once you get to the Destroyer movie, you see that baby Godzilla get brutally murdered by the Destroyer monster in front of his father, Godzilla. And that was emotional for me, specifically because, other than my favorite enemy monster, that was my favorite, like, ally to Godzilla monster, Mm -hmm. because... And I, I was really rooting for him in that movie, too, because he actually fights Destroyer before Godzilla does, and he put up a good fight. But then the moment God, or Destroyer took his final form, he he had the fight, he won, and he brutally murdered uh, young Godzilla. Yep, right in front of Big G. Yeah, he finished him off right in front of Big G, and it was sad. Even Godzilla was sad. He let out a a saddening, well, it's emotional adopt- roar. It's his adopted son. Of course he was sad. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> But, yeah, he lets out, like, a sad roar. Like, he even tried to breathe, like, some life into him to no avail. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, it was really heartbreaking. That's why it's <laughs> such an emotional movie. And, and that's like, why it's my favorite. It's got a lot going for it. Um, my favorite... I, I have a couple... I'm more of a Showa fanboy. I've seen all the Showa Godzillas. Not many Heisei, no Millennium. Yeah, that's um, kind of, like, the opposite for me. I've seen, like, almost all Millennium I've owned and seen all of Heisei, but I've only seen maybe half to most of Showa. Um, so my favorite is is probably... I, I actually really like Godzilla vs. Vers- Megalon. That's the one ki- people <laughs> kind of shit on, but it has him doing the sliding dropkick. The, and the, it has, the flying on his tail dropkick. Yes, <laughs> that we, we get our logo from. And then it has Jet Jaguar. I mean... It, it's cool. And it has Megalon. Megalon's, like, it's his only movie. And then yeah. it has Gigan. Yeah, actually, like, the, sh- the whole show is series had a lot of, like, one-shot monsters in it. That only got one movie appearance. Mm-hmm. But a couple that appear a lot. Yeah. Like Mothra, Rodan, like, the Big Five appear yeah, in like several. Yeah, Mothra even actually had his own movie series for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I wanted to go in and actually talk. So, that was my favorite movie, is is Megalon. It, it's it's a weird one. Some people love it, some people hate it. It's my favorite, because it's just full of weirdness. Wasn't he controlled by, like, some underwater civilization? The, uh, so, <laughs> there's this underwater race of people that are mad because people are testing nukes near their home. I mean, that's a good reason to be mad. Yes! Wait, hold on. So, who's in the wrong in this movie? <laughs> so, they summon Megalon, who's, like, their guardian, to come up and, like, stop them. And then he gets his ass kicked and just goes back to the water. And it's like... Yeah, I didn't... Like, yeah. I, I, I've only seen that movie one time, and it was, like, forever ago. Like, I didn't think about that before. Hold on. Yeah. They're trying to stop them from testing nukes on their place. And, and they're like, no, you died. Yeah, Megalon's not necessarily a bad guy. He yeah, does destroy some cities, though. Yeah, he, he does, like... He goes eye for an eye a little bit, and that's Tip that's not tap. always that's yeah. not always the right way to go about it. But still, I don't I don't know who the bad guy is. No here. one's the hero in that movie. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, um, I Chuck and I were roommates for for four or five years or some yeah, shit. some 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 odd years. And I want to get into when I fell back in love with Godzilla's because of you, Charles. Yeah. Because so thank you. Me being an enthusiast, watching those movies every week. Um. So. 
let's let's before I get into the story, um, it's not a big fancy story. It's just you consider yourself a Godzilla enthusiast. Yeah. You're more than a regular fan, but not quite a, a hardcore fanboy. Yeah, like I'm not. Well, I mean, financially, I can't, but I'm not <laughs> hopping down the G Fest every year. Um, and I'm a little bit more than a casual fan. Like, if a casual fan knows who like Rodan is, maybe. I'd be like, well, I know who the... Well, Rodan's I, one of the big five. If you're right, a casual but, fan, you kind of have to. You, you should, but you like, should. even then. Um, but, you know, I'm like, oh, but I know who, like, fucking Jet Jaguar is. You know, like, who knows that? You know, like... Not many people. I know who Biollante is. You know, so... there. I'm, like, just a... I'm a notch below Chuck. Chuck's a notch below super fan. So, um, we're just here to, like, just have a fun conversation about Godzilla. So, if it's not your cup of tea, we get some stuff wrong. Sorry. You just go on another podcast. Um, but when I fell back in love with Godzilla, we were living together. I was an adult. We were, you weren't an adult also. You yeah, weren't a we, child. We were grown men. <laughs> I wasn't a child abducting you to pay rent. <laughs> um, and you and Alec, uh, who's from my D&D podcast, all lived together. You and Alec were watching Destroy All Monsters in the living room. When I walked out, because I was about to leave for work or something, and it was the big end battle scene where they're fighting King Ghidorah. Yeah, the, uh, the Keylocks had summoned King Ghidorah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was the aliens in that movie, or the Keylocks. We'll get into the weird aliens for this movie we're going to talk about. Um, and Agorasaurus is just a T-Rex. Doesn't have a lot of abilities. Yeah, he just, just uh, he can burrow underground, though, actually. Yes. Um, he just drop kicks King Ghidorah in the back, and then Godzilla stomps on him, and then Mila's there to, like, blow little bubbles at him and stuff. Like little The little rings. rings. But I was just like, that motherfucker in that rubber suit just did a drop kick. That's awesome. I forgot how much I love Godzilla. No, I'm sure wires were involved, but yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> the way he like just goes 90 degrees up and down. Oh, but, just, oh God, but just a T-Rex drop kicking King Ghidorah. That's unheard of. Yeah, and at that moment, I'm like, fuck, I gotta rewatch some Godzilla. Because like, I hadn't since I was like 12 I to think, like 23. Yeah, I think the next day you actually watched that whole movie with me again. I'm mm-hmm. like, because you asked me if you could see it. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've done just total sessions where we watch like three or four Heisei movies in a row. Just, oh, yeah. And yeah, so, I mean, good times. You you really helped me grow in my Godzilla fandom. Well, um, I'm glad I could help you. I, I'm slowly, I'm I'm nipping at your heels. Yeah, you're, get, you're getting on my level. You're not quite there yet, not but you're yet. getting there. Once I watch the Millennium series, I think I might be up there. Yeah, I, I like the graphics in the Millennium series. Oh, I have not seen Shin Godzilla yet. Oh, no. I, I will I give need... you my second copy of so that So, I'm actually going to have you on my horror podcast, and we're going to review it on there. Oh, I, I will bring it over, and we I'm... will watch it, and then we will just take notes. I, I'm a little... The, the Shin Godzilla looks so creepy. I don't... It, it is I creepy. don't want it... Like, that's why I, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for you, but at the very end, you see, like, the most creepiest thing about I him, just, and it's... Just, I don't... Oh. It's creepy. I, I've never seen it, because I was scared of it, but... I got, I'll do it for the podcast. Like if, for, you don't, if you don't watch a horror movie, watch Shin Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, you can uh, keep an eye out for Sleep of the Light on my horror podcast, where Chuck will be on there. We're going to watch Shin Godzilla. Um, so yeah, Chuck, do you so you, you don't quite remember the moment you fell in love with Godzilla, or did you have a time no. when you weren't watching as much? Or is um, he just always? I remember... I was a fan as a kid... But then fell out for a while due to lack of the ability to view. Sure. My, I mean, re- kids always passion. Kids will be in and out of things. A yeah, fan but of I, I do remember I hard got back into being a fan when I was uh, living in Marion. Okay, that's a um, city in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, 
the reason I was there is irrelevant, but while I was there, there was this library you could go down and rent movies from. And they had a lot of Heisei and Showa movies. Okay. Like, I mean, a lot of them. So I would just go down there every day and rent a different one and just watch it. And because I had such a plethora of them, I, I was able to rewatch a lot of my old favorites. Nice. Some I hadn't even gotten a chance to see before. And most of them are Showa. Okay. But like I said, I still haven't seen all the Showa. There's, mm-hmm. I think there's like maybe two or three I have not seen yet. You got to buy that box set that I showed I, you. I do. It's I only do. 125 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> I know, but I'm saving for a house. Um, so, all right. So you got to know us a little bit. Let's talk about Mechagodzilla. Let's talk about the stats. Uh, Stat-wise. Uh, How tall is this boy? Is yeah, a... we're talking about Mechagodzilla. That's our first one. Yeah, yeah. We should we should probably re-clarify who we're actually talking about here. We're talking about This the... is our second time recording. We're sorry we're a little all over the place. <laughs> we, are re- we are discussing the Showa series Mechagodzilla. Which only appeared in two movies. Yeah, he appeared in Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla and then Terror of Mechagodzilla, okay. which was the last movie in the Showa series. Right. So how uh, tall is this Is this clunky boy? He is 50 meters tall. Which is 54 yards. So which, half of, a little bit more than half of a football field. And then he is 40,000 metric tons. Which is eighty-eight million pounds. I looked this stuff up. Yeah, don't, I'm not pulling this out of like my ass, and I know exactly. And for those who don't know, his uh, suit actor for those movies was Kazunari Mori, and I apologize if I butchered that name. <laughs> Again, we are dumb American Godzilla fans. We can't pronounce Japanese names well. What is Mechagodzilla made out of? He is made out of, and I quote this from the movie. Space titanium. So, there's a reason why that's funny. We'll get into it. What's the plot of Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla? The plot of Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla is that these aliens from, and I again, I'm <laughs> quoting the movie here, aliens from the Black Hole Planet 3. There's it's very specific. You don't want to go one or two. They're kind of, they're kind of shady. Yeah, Black Hole Planet 3 aliens constructed... This 50 meter tall, 40,000 metric ton android of Mecha of Godzilla. A and, mech of Mecha Godzilla. Yes, and named it Mecha Godzilla. Because they wanted to take over the Earth and they thought God, if they model this thing after Godzilla, they could have a good shot. Yeah, like. Because he's like the king of the monsters. Yeah, so they figured it'd be, you know, easy win. So and he, they even went as far as disguising their Mecha Godzilla as Godzilla by having some form of synthetic skin to make it fully resemble him as a disguise. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing you see is this mountain exploding with him walking out. Not just any mountain. Like Mechagodzilla. Or looking at Godzilla. It's Mount Fuji. Yeah, Mount Fuji explodes in this movie. I don't know how it grows back in the next few <laughs> movies, but yeah. Um, so he starts fucking up this city, and then Angiris pops up. My boy Angiris. Also known as Angulus. Yes. Uh, fun fact about Angiris, he is the first kaiju that Godzilla fights in the movie, and Godzilla raids again. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're welcome for the that. The second movie in Angiris is the first monster you see besides Godzilla. Yes. Um, Which is weird that he's not one of the top five. Yeah, it's weird he's not... A, like he, If he were he's to in a lot be of in the top five, he would be... He would probably edge out Rodan. He's almost equally popular. I, I Rodan... It's just slightly more known. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm actually not a big fan of Rodan. That's a hot take. I don't really like Rodan. Yeah, no, <laughs> I actually like Angiers more than Rodan, but I think Rodan's pretty cool. 
And the legendary movie, I do like his design. Yes, yes. Legendary did a great job with the lava. And yeah, shit. Rodan looked pretty good in that one. Um, but yeah, Showa Rodan looks awkward and weird when he stands, oh, and you're just like, but I love Ka-ka. it so much. Like he's just standing there blowing wind. <laughs> it's just weird. I or like... the the jet engine sound when he's flying around. Yeah. Um. So Angaris shows up, and he's like, "Wait, you're not my homie. Who are you?" And then they fight. Yeah, I think. Uh... And while they're fighting, like he hundred percent was like, "Okay, this isn't Godzilla." When he actually chips some of that fake skin off to reveal, you the see the under- the aluminum underneath. Yeah, and then that gives the audience like a clue, like, oh, "Wait, that can't be Godzilla." Um, actually, I looked this up. I forgot to bring this up the first time I recorded. Actually, they did use a they used the same suit from the movie, but also a different one that they used to like promote the movie. So they had like the main Godzilla suit they would use for movies. Yeah, and then they had a different one that they bring on the road for like promotion and stuff yeah. they used that one for this fake godzilla so people could still be like that doesn't quite look like big g oh. yeah i actually did not know that you <laughs> something i didn't know i i can teach you too chuck i can show you the world as i said earlier you're you're almost on my level um so but this fight gets brutal oh yeah mecha like, godzilla he starts stomping out angurus and Ugh. breaks his jaw. Yeah. Like, at this point, he doesn't use any of his, like, vast weaponry, because he's still under disguise, but he stamps him into the ground, and then grabs his mouth and rips it open until blood starts gushing out of his mouth. Yes. Which, I believe you said... Before. The first time we the recorded. The first time yeah. around. I think that's the second time only in Godzilla where blood was used. Yeah, the first time, I believe we said, was when he Gigan. fought Gigan When and Godzilla Tiki fought Dora. Gigan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was brutal. Um, and, and Mechagodzilla is a brutal hand-to-hand fighter in the Showa. Oh, yeah. In the other ones, he's more kind of stand back and shoot beams at you. He does a lot in this, too, but he'll get up close. Um, so Godzilla shows up. They have a, a, you know, the fake Godzilla gets rid of his disguise, and he's like, I'm still For those of you who are worried about Anguirus, uh, when Godzilla shows up, Anguirus crawls away and escapes, so he's he's fine. He's probably fine. For you Anguirus fans out there, he's all right. If you're a fucking Anguirus fan... I love you. Straight up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's like, drops the disguise, and they have a beam battle, and then they both get hurt, and Mechagodzilla gets some damage done to him. Yeah, like some internal wiring damage or something like that. And what do the aliens do to fix Mechagodzilla, Charles? They abduct a Earth human scientist to fix their space titanium mecha monster. <laughs> yes. These aliens that are capable of interstellar flight and can construct a giant mecha robot. robot. They need a human titanium. They need a human with a lug wrench to fix their boy. And the only and I shit you not, the only reason why this human earth scientist knows even remotely how to do this is because after Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla finish their fight and people go in to check the debris of the destroyed city, someone finds a brick of space titanium, and the scientist looks at it and is like, oh, that's interesting, and all of a sudden knows how it works. The alien's like, well, bring him in! We know he knows how to fix it! And the aliens found out that they found a brick of it, and like, oh, this scientist can fix our monster, let's grab him. Like, because somehow looking up to technology gives him a PhD in it or some shit. When people, when Godzilla 2014 came out of the legendary, people were like, you know, it was good, but the human stuff didn't make sense. Have you seen a Godzilla movie? Yeah, like, are you new to this? Like, <laughs> like the plot's not good ever. Yeah, like, 
You don't watch a Godzilla movie for the plot. I mean, some people might, but... If no. you know the plot, it helps make sense of a lot. Yeah, like, it, it, you, it's there for... Uh, and what to like fill time you can't have an hour and a half of men in rubber suits fighting <laughs> yeah no they will die <laughs> it's there to fill time and to give you context yes that's the word in a plot context yeah um so yeah these these space boys uh, speaking they, of the plot of this movie they don't know how to fix their their big metal their metal man so they kidnap a dude's son and like come fix him for us yeah like just we're going to kidnap the scientist's son. Or daughter. I think it was or daughter. Da- Wait, was it the daughter? I, I think it's the daughter. I think it was the daughter and her boyfriend. Something like that. Something like... No, it was a, a dude's brother and the scientist's daughter, I believe. Yeah. So he fixes them up. Uh, and during all this is going on, there's another plot that people <laughs> need to summon... This guardian of an island yeah, called King Caesar. There's this uh, royal family who had a guardian monster called King Caesar who is sleeping and they have to use this statue to wake him up. And <laughs> the whole like plot and context of this movie is the aliens are trying to stop them from waking King Caesar. Because they're afraid of him. They're like, yeah, because there's he, a prophecy. Yeah, like these aliens are like, okay, we're, there's this prophecy that this monster will defeat us, so we got to get this statue away from them so they can't do that. <laughs> I shit you not. They, they, they failed to get the statue away from the humans, and they wake up King Caesar. And then God's, Mega Godzilla basically just brutally beats him down. <laughs> yeah, whole plot of the movie. <laughs> whole this, plot. This, this. Guardian Kaiju will come up and save us from the terror. Yeah, the prophecy dictates King Caesar will save the world from this terror. And he gets just he just he gets, gets his he gets ass clapped kicked. by Mechagodzilla immediately. He gets clapped. So what's interesting is in this fight you see more brutality of hand to hand from Mechagodzilla. Like he yeah, keeps think, shoving. Yeah, you mentioned he just keeps shoving his fist like down. Yeah, Caesar's not even mouth. the fist. It's still like the robot because like I don't think the person in the suit could move their well, fingers. Yeah. For- for missile fingers, yeah, um, just keeps shoving his hand down his throat. He does it four times. Yeah, and you gotta think, did he fire a couple missiles off when he? Did? That'd be because cool. That would make sense. I mean, I think if he did, you'd, they probably would have had like a smoke effect coming yeah. out of his mouth, but I don't but think they, they did. But it was just brutal. Like, like that would have been really. Godzilla is a different breed of brutality in the show. Series. Yeah, I think the most closest in brutality I've ever seen that to would probably be Destroya from my favorite movie. Yeah, I mean, Gaigan gets pretty brutal too. So does. Uh, King Ghidorah. But, yeah, but Gigan can't help but, but be brutal because of the way his body's built. Right. Like, everything on you is like, I'm going to I mean, to Mechagodzilla wakes, wakes up every morning and chooses violence. <laughs> chooses violence? It's um, like, he wakes up, what am I going to have for breakfast today? Violence. So, let's talk about some of the cool abilities of Mechagodzilla. Because here we, when Godzilla shows up to save King Caesar, we see a lot of the cool abilities of Mechagodzilla. Yeah, he's got a he's got a handful of them. He's got an arsenal. So, what's his eyes do? He's got these like rainbow beams that shoot up. These all, by the way, all these attacks have actual names, but I don't remember them all. And if I do remember them, I probably don't have the exact name. But he's got I can these. Pull them up. Yeah, see if we can like maybe pull these up. Some people might want to know. Door about dead air. I'll edit it out. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Actually, I think that link you sent me might have it. Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. Just there's so much in it. I know, like... Abilities. Uh, Space beams. Missiles, cross-attack beam, 
uni shot. I think that's that laser in his chest. Uh, flight. If you click on it, it should show you a video of it. Oh, okay. Space titanium armor. Oh, head rotation. That's what that shield is. Defense. Oh, no. The head rotation conjures a defense neo barrier. Destro fire. What's destro fire? The crossbeam attack is the one out of the chest. The lightning bolt out of the chest. Okay, I figured. All right. So, what? You know, speaking of his abilities, Charles, what's he do with his eyes? He shoots out these rainbow beams called the space beams. So he's got space beams out of the eyes. They're a rainbow beam weapon. Yeah. He opens up his chest. Which is his cross beam. Which is like a lightning bolt. Yeah, it's like this like orangish yellow, like jagged lightning bolt beam, which at one point during the fight, King Caesar is cowering behind like a basically a mountain ish mm-hmm. kind of formation. And one blast from that beam annihilated that mountain completely. And he's just kind of standing King there Caesar, like, who was like, whoa. He's like, oh shit, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't hide from him. And then he's got finger and toe missiles. Finger and toe missiles. And knee missiles. And yeah, the knee missiles, like, uh, the toe missiles, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. And then he fires one out of the knee, I'm like, Okay, this is a lot. And it looks so cool when he shoots them all at once. Yeah, because... Uh, at one point, he shoots them at Godzilla and King Caesar. Yeah, and they're got, just like... He's got one in front other. of him, one in back of him, like a straight line. Yeah. His head pulls a 180-degree turn, so he's looking behind him while pointing his finger missiles forward and just starts firing off missiles and beams, like, both directions and just lays them both out in, at the same time. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, and then... Uh, Godzilla gets back up first and goes to charge at him, but then Mega Godzilla kind of starts spinning his head and uh, generates a force field around his body, and that's called the uh, Neo Barrier something. And uh, when that's Godzilla, you're gonna go with you're gonna go with Neo Barrier something. No, I believe. <laughs> uh, defense Neo Barrier. Defense Neo Barrier. Yeah, I forgot defense. I'm sorry. <laughs> neo Barrier was close enough. But, uh, yeah, he deploys his defense neo-barrier, and then when Godzilla finally tries to make contact, his hands hit the shield, and it kind of blows him back and kind of mm-hmm. sears his fingers. Yeah. Um, and then he can fly. I like the model for when God- Mechagodzilla flies, because it's just kind of derpy and, like, doesn't look right. I love it. Yeah, it's got kind of like a weird body shape. Like, it's it. it's disproportionate, and it's yeah. awesome. But then Godzilla like just... just straight forward. Like, he, like, it's like his head's looking straight up while he's flying through the air. But then Godzilla just pulls out a power he's never used before to beat Mechagodzilla. Yeah, he uh, he turns himself into a giant magnet. Yeah. But, uh... Where'd that fucking come from? Where that actually came from, uh, earlier in the movie, a lot of people, I think, forget about this scene, is after the first time they fought, right after Anguirus fought Mechagodzilla, mm-hmm. uh, once they both retreat after they both took damage... Uh, Godzilla ends up on an island during a thunderstorm, and there are lightning bolts, like, striking everywhere on this island, and a bunch of them are hitting Godzilla, who is just absorbing them, Mm. and you see him start to, like, glow with, like, the lightning power. Okay. And I believe that's actually where he's generating the the magnetic field that he's using to pull Mecha Godzilla out of the sky. Okay. So I All think right. I think so that's where it is that foreshadowed in the movie. Yeah, so it's like slightly foreshadowed, but a lot of people forget about it because you see Godzilla in a bunch of different thunderstorms. It is a brand new history. power, though. Yeah, like, he, I think that's the only never time I've ever since. seen. That. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he sucks Mechagodzilla in, basically rips his head off. 
and then it explodes. Yeah, uh, although I believe the explosion was caused by the humans destroying the control center at the same time. Mm. And then uh, they're on top of a cliff when this explosion occurs, and Godzilla's point blank standing like right next to him when he explodes. It just throws Godzilla off the cliff. <laughs> um, Godzilla's fine though. He pops up, and then yeah, he, he pops back out of the water. And King, King Caesar, Caesar just goes those back in the mountain. He's like, whatever. If you yeah, need he me just, again. He explodes the mountain around him and just buries himself and goes to <laughs> sleep. I'm like, well, Mega Godzilla could have done that for you. Don't call me again. <laughs> you won't ever see me again. Yeah. So a prophecy, year, yeah, prophecy, prophecy's fulfilled. Um, so a year later in the movie, in the time, we got Terror of Mechagodzilla. Yeah, this takes place, I, I believe, about a year later in their time. It's the last movie in the show run. Um, compare it f- really quick, just skipping ahead a lot. Fight scene difference. Uh, in Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, the fight scene's like 8 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 8-10 minutes, 12 Th- tops. This one of Terra Mechagodzilla, it's like 20, 25. Yeah, it's, it's a good 20-25 minutes. It, it's it's a nice, beefy, long one. What is the what is the plot of Terror of Mechagodzilla? Alright, so our, our guys from Black Hole Planet 3 are back. <laughs> yeah, they are. And they are able to salvage and rebuild their Mechagodzilla, which... With the help of... Of a human scientist, doc, professor, or Dr. Mafune, whichever one it is. Yes. So, again, needing a human from Earth to help them build their robot. Yes. Which, you actually see the scene where they recruit his help in the movie as a flashback from another character. And I found this flashback very suspicious because Dr. Mafune, or Professor Mafune with his daughter Katsura Mufune are working on his I believe it's some kind of system he's going to use to try and control a monster called Titanosaurus in the movie Mm -hmm. and while they're testing it they flip a power switch and his daughter Katsura gets electrocuted and dies on the spot and I I, I shit you not 30 seconds later the Black Hole Planet 3 aliens just come through the door and pick her up like they were waiting for it (laughs) we'll take it from here guys we got it and, and then, then Mafuda is an like, what's going on? And like, we're going to help you. And they turn into an android, and then she is used to control Mechagodzilla. Yeah, they basically bring her back as an android, and they put the control center for... Well, not the not an entire room in her, but they put the control module for Mechagodzilla in Katsura. So, because you of, mentioned another monster. <clears throat> yeah, Titanosaurus. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about Titanosaurus just real briefly, because this is his only appearance ever. Yeah, his only appearance. And he's fucking cool looking. Yeah, he's actually my favorite favorite number one monster roar really yeah it's a very unique roar and i really like it and his design is very unique he's actually really tall too he's taller than godzilla i don't know his exact type but when we get to him we'll big old long neck and he's a dinosaur they say in the movie he's like kind of like a fishy dinosaur yeah they say in the movie he's a dinosaur he's not a kaiju yeah a dinosaur not a kaiju although he's bigger than a lot of kaiju yes um and his ability he can mainly use his tail like a fin. He's he's like he's a brawling attacker. Yeah, but he uses his tail to like create gale force winds. Yeah, because it can open up like a flap, like kind of like a fin like mm-hmm. thing at the end, and then he can flap it with enough force to create like hurricane winds. And then in this one, the humans are back at it again, but this time they're helping Godzilla yeah. because they play a big part in the in the final battle. Actually, yeah, surprisingly, yeah, it should actually help quite a bit when they're trying to find a way to deal with the new Titanosaurus monster who is 
aiding the Mega Godzilla since uh, Professor Mufune is able to control Titanosaurus. Yes. So it's Interpol, which is like a, a, a big secret police force, kind of like the CIA. Yeah, basically. Um, and they, they, they construct... They get a helicopter, they put a psychic a sonic, beam, a sonic, sonic em, beam. Like a sonic emitter beam. On the bottom of it to, like, fuck with Titanosaurus. Because final battle of the movie, it's it's a long one. Godzilla shows up, and it's 2v1. He doesn't have King Caesar in this one to help him out. No, he does not. He, he doesn't have his metal abilities either in this one to help him out. Yeah, he doesn't use those in this, uh, in this movie. I'm guessing the thunderstorm power wore off. Maybe. Well, this probably... I guess that's plot armor, we'll say that. Yeah. Um... And it's Godzilla 1v1 Titanosaurus kind of has the edge. Yeah, But you have Mechagodzilla in the back shooting with right with the uh, space beams in the butt. Yeah. Fucking him up. So Titanosaurus at one point like just buries Godzilla literally in dirt and is jumping on the dirt. Oh yeah, like kicks dirt on him and then just starts dancing on a supposed grave. Yeah, like it's it's kind of brutal. Um, And then at one point also Godzilla gets a huge gash in his neck and just blowing out blood. Yeah, I believe that was because uh, it was the finger missiles he fired at him. Yeah, the finger and missiles. exploded in his neck. Yeah, and it was like a brutal like splurt, like a horror movie yeah. splurt. Second, Kai- or second enemy to ever make Godzilla bleed, Mechagodzilla right here. Yeah. And much more than the first one from oh, yeah. Gigan. Like, Gigan gashed him up a bit, but this was like a fucking... He wasn't spraying geysers. This one hit an artery here, too. Um... So, but the humans show up, they manage to distract Titanosaurus with the psychic, or the sonic beam, and just, that, Titanosaurus is pretty much done for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's more, I mean, he tries a little bit after that, but then the humans just keep messing with him, and he can't get too many more licks in before Godzilla's like, alright, I don't need to worry about you no more. So Godzilla's taking to Mechagodzilla, it's pretty even, but Godzilla's getting the edge a little bit, and he's starting to really take him on, and then into the human part of it again, so again... Here's a part where the humans actually play a part in the movie. It's yeah. not just bullshit. One of, of like, those rare movie plots for the, one of these rare Godzilla movie plots where the humans are actually having a decent plot. Yes, they actually have something to do. Um, they the they the aliens kidnap two guys from Interpool, and they manage to escape. And then one guy fell in love with the daughter of the scientist who became... Yeah, uh, fell in love with Katsura Mifune. Yeah, fell in love with her. And then she's, like, kind of evil, but she managed to, like, break it for a second. And then she's like, oh, I love you. She shoots herself because she knows that's the only way to stop the controlled Mechagodzilla. Yeah. And while that's going on, Godzilla managed to rip the head off of Mechagodzilla, but reveal a second head. Which is, like, this, like, dome structure. Yeah. That, like, is he still able to fight? He's like, I learned my lesson, motherfucker. Yeah, they learned their lesson from last time, but it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. He, Godzilla kicks him into a mountain and blows him up with a, with a tonk ray beam. And that's, that's pretty much it. You know, that was the end right there. The rest of the humans get out alive. Titanosaurus jumps back into the ocean and just takes off. Yeah. A good fight, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the Showa Godzilla. What do you think of Showa, Showa Mechagodzilla? What do you, where, so there's, as of right now, there's four, because the Godzilla vs. Kong movie just came out, and Mechagodzilla's in it. Spoilers. Well, this isn't going to release until, like, April, so... Oh, okay, never mind. So, if yeah, alright, so, if I you haven't seen out. the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie, a little bit of a spoiler here, real quick, there is Mechagodzilla in it, um, so there's four iterations of Mechagodzilla. Where does the Showa Mechagodzilla land for you? Well, first, uh, let's see if we can name all four of them. There's the one from Legendary that we just said. Mm-hmm. There's the Millennium, which is Kiru. Which is pretty badass. And then there's the Heisei, which was known as Super Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's... Also sometimes called Godzilla 2... Mechagodzilla 2? Actually, no. This Godzilla was called Mechagodzilla 2 right. for Terror of Mechagodzilla. That was his name because he was rebuilt as Mechagodzilla 2 because he was improved upon. But also, wasn't it in Heisei they called him Mechagodzilla 2? Like, there was some weird discrepancy where, like, oh, it's also Mechagodzilla 2. Yeah, like, the movie was called Mechagodzilla 2, I think. Yeah. I think. That's the confusion. Yeah, that was the confusion. Like, they named, on the movie, it was named that, but in the movie, it was just Super Mechagodzilla. Okay. Which was just God, a Mechagodzilla combined with another machine humans made that was called the Garuda. Okay. And when they combined, they then called it Super Mechagodzilla. Okay, so when Garuda, the little, the little plane dealie. Yeah, it's like a little plane with that's, beams it fires yeah it, it connects to him like a like like a power like a ranger. like a like a jetpack cannon yeah. which is pretty cool so so, so, so it's, super mecha godzilla is like the Django or boba fett mecha godzilla so where is showa land on your list is he is he four three two um one? i would put him as uh since i have not actually seen godzilla vs kong yet myself i'll have to put him as a as solid... the time of this recording while this comes out you'll guarantee you've seen it by the time this comes out yeah at, at the time of this recording i would put him at a you know i would actually have to say he's probably currently my least favorite i really like the heisei and millennium ones wow show is your least favorite yeah the uh heisei is probably my most favorite and the Millennium's my second favorite, only because the Millennium was a very effective Mega Godzilla. You know the 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 Heisei and the Millennium look cool as fuck. Oh yeah, I think the Absolutely Millennium cool. looks the coolest. They're stronger, also, but there's yeah. just something about that iconic first Mega Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll always be the most iconic. But I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Super Mega Godzilla because he's got finger missiles, Charles. He blew. Yeah, but Super Mega Godzilla destroyed a. Uh, Godzilla's, Godzilla's butt brain. brain. Yeah, his butt brain. Like, <laughs> if name another Godzilla has done more damage than that. All right, fair enough. Not very many. Not very many kaiju really fuck up Godzilla. Yeah, he they, he put him in a wheelchair. He crippled him <laughs> until Rodan came and saved him. Yeah, he turns into yeah, and then gives him his uh, burning spiral gamma ray beam, yeah. which was we'll, like we'll the talk best about, thing ever. Yeah, it's awesome. We'll talk all about that when we do Mecha Godzilla from Heisei. Yeah, but for me, Showa is still number one. It's just it's got finger missiles. It's iconic. It's. I mean, I guess it makes sense for you since uh, the Showa series was your favorite. Yeah, series. it's my favorite. Um, the Heisei was my favorite, so I guess that's probably why Super Mecha is my favorite. We're a little biased, but yeah, let us know your favorite. Uh, hit us up on our Twitter, uh, Godzilla DAP, Godzilla Destroy All Podcasts. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Give us the follow button. If you're on iTunes, hit us with a five-star review. If you don't like us, don't review us. Who fucking cares, bro? It's a free world. Do what you want. Exactly. <laughs> um, you can find my other podcasts on the Make Fun Network. Uh, I have a horror movie review and paranormal podcast called sleep with the light on uh which truck will probably be on very soon we're gonna do shin godzilla and then i have a DD real play podcast called lost legends tales of thern season two is out now get caught up it's really great it's a storytelling show mostly with DD. chuck you got anything to plug uh this would be the only thing i could plug but since we're already here i will plug it later i don't know what what does that mean i i you know t- tell you what when we are doing my guest appearance on Sleep with the Light On, I will plug this here. I'll plug, I'll plug, plug this there. You'll plug this show when you're on Swallow. Yes. Okay. 
Thank you, Charles. I have nothing else to plug. <laughs> the way you said that confused the hell out of me. All right. So full context for why that was so confusing coming from me. This is my first podcast. So I yes. am experienced. Yeah, you, you're the first time podcasting. But thank you so much for being here, Charles. No problem. Thank I you so much. Enjoyed for, my time. Yeah. Help. Thanks for helping me break down the the, the funness that is Mechagodzilla. And thanks for helping me nerd out about it. Absolutely, Charles. I'm here to help you help me. Let's help each other. Yes. But until <laughs> next time, guys. Second time through us, I don't have an ending. I still don't have an ending. I don't fucking know. So we'll, we'll talk to you later and and praise be to Godzilla. We'll and go with that. Keep on keeping on.